So, Ash, I feel like this is like our New Year's Eve-ish episode. Yeah. So, I have a fun fact for you about New Year's Eve. Did you know time balls, like what drops on New Year's in New York, Uh actually were invented to help sailors? No. So, long before it was used on New Year's Eve, a ball on top of England's Royal Observatory in Greenwich was dropped at 1 p.m. every day, starting in 1833, to help ship captains coordinate their navigation equipment, and similar balls were set up in coastal areas around the world. What? So, captains could be like, okay, our clocks are right. It's 1 o'clock because the ball just dropped. What? And we jacked it and made it a giant disco ball We were like, hey, Happy New Year. (laughs) Now we all know what time, but it, think about it, we all same time know what time it is. Yeah. Because the ball drops. Because the ball drops. Wow. So it's it's the same concept, just for a different thing. Helpful timekeeping, celebrating the end of a year. Wow. Start of a new I year. I never knew. Now we know. And now you know. <laughs> um, how you doing, Ash? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, you know. It's almost 2021. Thank God. Yes, thank God. And um, I'm going through, like, I, I feel like we're all kind of in the same boat. Like, we're all really excited for this next year yes. just to be done with 2020 because yes. it was so Sucky. bad. Yeah. But um, I'm just like, oof, you know, it's it's really, nothing's going to change. You know, it's just like a new year. So I'm trying to, like, mentally be like, what can we do to make yeah. this whole like new month special and different yeah like mentally for myself like what can I do like I what do I want to implement more what have I loved during 2020 that I need to like really lean into um my number one I think is just going to be walking well I've been living for my walks I think it's been giving me life yeah no totally I feel like the difference because I think this year is probably going to suck in certain ways too Mm -hmm. but the difference is we're going into it knowing it's gonna suck yeah like 2020 2020 was like a little stab in the back kind of thing I was like so ready Mm -hmm. it was going to be my year and not that it's been like obviously it's been horrible for the reasons it's been horrible for everyone but there's also been some like really good introspective stuff that's come from it sure so I'm kind of like I think this is a year like we all can like learn a lot about ourselves and other people from but going into this next year I'm like bring it on I'm ready you know what I mean I can do anything yeah um oh I literally thought that was a spider oh do you see it is it fuzz it's fuzz what's going on I almost literally pooped my okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. 2020. Should we just talk about like what we're yeah. leaving behind, what we're looking forward to? Yeah. 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 I love um, that. I encourage this conversation. It's like a typical new year conversation. Yeah. I feel but like Taryn and I actually do this <laughs> kind of bi-monthly. All the time. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> but like, uh, especially, we, you know, the top of the year, it just yeah. feels right. We always do at dinner time, like good thing, bad thing. Cause I think it's good to acknowledge both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like we, when we stop shying away and being scared of the bad stuff that comes, then like it makes it less scary. Yeah. So like with us, we'll be like, oh, today, like, I'm like, usually me, I'm like, today I had a breakdown in my room. And like we yeah. talk about it and then I instantly feel better. Yes. So I think it's a good practice just in life to be like, okay, what's something I didn't like love, but like also what's something that's like amazing. Yeah. And I think it's good to always sandwich it with like a positive. Yeah. But, so this year, Something I'm excited to leave behind is probably doubting myself. Ooh, that's um, good. I've definitely struggled with that my entire life. 
But I think when you're stuck in your room with like only you to mm-hmm. like make mm-hmm. your decisions, I've yep. never worked from home. So this has been interesting. Um, that's become like a blinding thing that I'm like, nah, like oh, I'm think, done with that. I think you that's know? so relatable. So many people have experienced this. Like people were so used to work and uh, bosses and their typical work schedule mm-hmm. kind of dictating their lives. So they would have to like make plans based around a schedule that was already set. I feel like that's something I had to learn once I graduated school and did full-time self-employment. Like I was used to working around my school schedule. Like I had to wake up at seven. I had no choice. But when that's gone and you have to tell yourself to do that, it never happens. It's freaking rough. And I I definitely, it's funny because like, you know, obviously like working with kids, like something I always will tell parents is like, kids thrive on structure like they need it you know Mm -hmm. parents are always so afraid to tell kids no or like have like a strict schedule and whatever because they don't want to like diminish creativity and all that stuff but when there's a strict structure kids feel a sense of security so that they can explore and do things whatever yes and I see every time like every time I'm studying kids and then I compare it to adults. I'm like, we're li- nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Like we thrive off having like a structure that's in place. So it keeps us on track to then like be free. Yeah. But for me, like my schedule is so wonky because yeah. I've been editing for you guys. So I'm like, December's all night hell for this house. <laughs> yeah. I'm up all night editing. Then like I sleep in. So by the time I get up, I'm like drowsy and it's like weird. So staying motivated has been like hard, but that, that factor of like doubting that I can do things. I'm like, nah, I'm done. Like yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to change that for sure in 2021. And then something I'm looking forward to is I really have found this like love and acceptance for myself. I love that. Which is so cool because I'm going to be so freaking real with you all. Love it. I am hella chunky right now and like have not been getting dressed, have not been like, my room's been messy. Like I've definitely been in this like not great place. Uh But the one thing that's like consistent is I'm loving myself through it and mm-hmm. still like sometimes I'll just look down at my stomach and I'll just be like, hey, girl, how you, doing? you know, <laughs> but it's like it's so cool because I've never really felt this way and I'm excited for next year to like to take that to then put action. We've talked about it before, like that be my motivation for eating healthy, working yeah. out, stuff like that, because I I do like love and accept myself. So that's been like really cool. I love that. Yeah. 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 So I'm excited to take that into 2021 and see like where that leads me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also just being gentle with yourself and us being gentle, like all of us being gentle with ourselves, um, like realizing we were in a pandemic, like realizing that like the elections were awful and like everything that we've been through has really been self-destructive. So you know, we get to now just kind of like let go of everything and realize like you thinking that way of yourself in the moment that you're feeling like your weakest, um, is growth. Yeah. Remembering that and then like taking that into the next year and just being like, well, this is the one thing that like got me through. Like I got this out of this horrible year and I'm pushing it. I'm leaning into it for 21. No, I'm, I'm all about it. Self-love baby. What about you? (sighs) Hmm. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Uh, that's a good question. 
Um, I feel like this year, along with a lot of people, I think I just kind of let myself wallow in, uh, in and out of depression for a long time. Um, especially like April through (laughs) September, I think was like really like dark days. And, but I allowed myself to just kind of sit there, you know? And, um, and like rightfully so. Rightfully so. And I think, I think me and Taryn have talked about this on the podcast. I think you sometimes just have to allow yourself to kind of sit there in that moment with those feelings and let yourself feel them because yeah. they're valid feelings. Yeah. And um, sometimes you just have to recognize them and just kind of like be in it and let yourself wallow in it for a while. Yeah. But um, I think I've gotten to a good place where I'm like, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm going to give myself today yeah. to be sad, to be bummed out or depressed or just kind of lazy. And then I'm going to hit it hard again the next day. And mm-hmm. I've, I think, I think I've gotten into a good rhythm with that, like allowing yeah. it to come when it comes and then just kind of like saying, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Here's where we're at today. That's fine. I'm going to accept it and I'm going to hit it hard again tomorrow. Yeah. And I think I found this balance that we're always talking about of like letting myself feel it, but also like cutting it off when it's time. And I think that's what I've gotten really good at this year. So I'm very excited for that. I think it's, you know, it's really interesting because I feel like influencers, um, you know, like a lot of your life you share with everyone, right? And you have to be on, like you have to be like energetic and whatever, Mm because people aren't going to come watch a video where it's 20 minutes of you laying in bed. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, or will they? Or will they? Um, So I think, and there are things that happen just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. There's things that happen in your life that are hard that you're not wanting to share with other people. Yeah. So it's hard when like, I know I've noticed that because I'm always the happy person. Mm -hmm. So when I'm struggling, people tend to like rush to what's wrong with her? Like what happened? Whatever. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk to you about it, you know? So it's hard when like you, I feel like influencers, especially when you're going through life stuff that you're like, this is mine. I don't need to share it with people, Mm -hmm. but then you have to jump on and be on for your art that Uh you do. And so then like the rest of the time, you're like, I don't want to talk to anybody yeah. or give any energy because I just use it all to create this stupid video <laughs> that I have to put up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just took so, all my energy to make this dumb video and now I'm just going to sit in my room and do yeah. nothing. So I think you need to give yourself props because yes. you, like everyone, like we've had a lot of like really crappy life stuff go on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like quarantine on top of like everything plus life stuff that just sucks. I think everybody needs to remember, like if you are depressed, if you can't get out of bed, if you can't stop eating, if you can't stop scrolling on your phone, like all these things that we like tend to be mean to ourselves about, Mm -hmm. I think it's important to just remember like, oh yeah, we're literally going through something that we've never gone through. Like nobody's ever taught us what to do Uh -uh. in these scenarios. And that's why we see so many kids struggling because they've never been taught how to like not socialize and not be at school. Yeah. So I think we all need to just have this really extra gentle touch and to not try to like rush to be like, something's wrong with me or be down on ourselves because we all are going through it in some, some way, shape or form, you know? Wow. I just feel like we all need to, again, self-love, self-enlightenment. I'm working on it. You're killing it. I'm killing it. High five. High High five. five, That was great. Love that. That was great. Um, I'm excited to like, I really want to do like a, like a vision board and like stuff like that this year. Cause I just feel like I want to go into this year being like, 
let's freaking get it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like even if getting it is like organizing my closet, that's fine. That's great. You that's know, great little start. steps. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so let's get into it. Do you have a tearing it up? I do have a tearing it up. It's funny when I say tearing it ups, I don't associate that as my name. Do you, do you know, know what I mean? Explain what it is for those who maybe yeah. haven't heard. Um, hi, I'm Taryn. <laughs> uh, I, I shared in the beginning of this podcast, a lot of like weird, awkward stuff that's happened to me and left me being like, what is my life? This is not real. And then it kind of morphed into you guys sharing your stories where you agree. So we slapped my old MySpace name on it, (laughs) called it tearing it up. And it's a segment now where we all can relate on how stupid and awkward we all are. Yeah. A lot of times we talk about some serious stuff. So it's nice to kind of like break it up with something funny. Um, this one is titled when to not hydrate my tearing it up. She peed herself. Maybe, maybe not. You don't know. For sure. You don't know. I know. Okay. Here. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, Taryn and Ashley. I hope you guys are doing well or as well as anyone can be right now. LOL. Word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name is Caroline and I am an Enneagram nine. Just took this test because you guys talk about it so much and I felt excluded. <laughs> Who are the Enneagram are there Enneagram people? Is there a board? Because I board? feel like we should get oh, a I know. percentage. I feel like we should write in and be like, hey, I'm you, pretty sure you're this, getting money. I'm pretty sure this percentage. came about like in the olden days, yeah. but like still. It's nothing new, but. Send us money, yeah. Enneagram <laughs> board of trustees. Um, she says, uh, feel free to use my name. And this is a short story about how drinking lots of water can have unintended side effects. Like peeing yourself. To set the scene, I am a freshman in college and I know barely anyone in my dorm. I love my roommate, but I was always doing cross country, so I was always busy. I was also always thirsty, no matter what. No idea why, but I was always drinking water. I clocked in at around seven 32-ounce water bottles in one day. Wait, wait, wait. Seven 32-ounce water bottles. Holy, wait, so is that she's like drinking a 32 ounce water bottle. She's drinking seven, seven? of them, which a, a lot of me, like I see a lot of myself in you here because I, one, you're a nine two, I drink a lot of water too, but I'm at like four or five, not even seven. Even when I'm trying to achieve four or five, four or five, I have a really hard time. Yeah. And I'm not joking. And I there's, constantly. there's nights I go to bed and I'm like, did you drink water today? I don't think so. <laughs> A Diet Coke and a coffee, all you had today, how are you alive? Seven. Seven. Holy crap. Good for you, though. Well, I don't know. Uh (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there's a line. Well, because you can drown yourself. Yeah, there's a line where too much water is too much. Right? Can't you Um, drown yourself if you drink too much water? There's something that can happen. I'm looking it up while you read. Yeah, Google it. Uh, so yeah, she clocked in at seven 32 ounce water bottles in one day on average, and sometimes even more. My doctor thought I might have this type of diabetes that makes you always thirsty, but thankfully I didn't. LOL. I'm just weird, I guess. Anyway, I'm walking back to my dorm to get my books for the next class when all of a sudden I realize I have to pee so badly. I'm all the way across campus and the campus is fairly large. So it's like a good 10, 15 minute walk. I begin to walk faster and faster all while trying to hold my pee in. That day, however, I had already consumed two large coffees and one 32 ounce water bottle. So I was actually about to burst. 
from both ends. (laughs) There was no easy access to the bathrooms on the way, so I just barreled onward towards my dorm, trying not to look too odd. However, around 100 feet to my dorm, my bladder just gave out on me, and right in front of the dorm, I begin to pee. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I feel so much relief, but at the same time, I begin to realize (laughs) that pee is dripping down my pants so quickly. (laughs) The weirdest, like, ah, but I hate myself. this bittersweet moment where you're so, (laughs) so happy that it's done, and then it's just, like, miserable afterwards. Oh, my God. Um, So I quickly open the door and try to walk normally to my dorm room. However, I bump into someone in my dorm who begins to start a small talk (laughs) conversation surely unaware of my predicament. So I tried to act normal and talked back until he looked down (laughs) and gave me a look before saying, well, I better be on my way. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Never before have I died of such embarrassment. So I ran to my dorm room. I am in college and have peed my pants. So just think about this. If you have ever had a bad day, (laughs) Um, I have not fully recovered from this, but I think it shows that unless you have 24 seven access to a bathroom, do not consume large quantities of water. Anyways, I hope this makes you laugh and I'm sorry, Ashley, for all the bathroom talk, but Hey, everyone, peace. (laughs) Thanks for being the absolute Queens. You are and never stop being you, Caroline. Love that. I, I, have I also drink a lot of water I am nowhere near your level but I've had I've had to put rules if I'm in the car I can't touch it until I'm like 20 minutes away from my destination yeah 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 and if I you know am walking around let's say Disneyland or I or I'm I'm out with friends and we're out like doing things I can't I can't do my normal water stuff um because I'll have to pee 20 I'll have to stop seven times yeah on the way to the destination to pee. Annoying. like you yeah. have to plan accordingly um so yeah this is just one of those things where <laughs> oh if you're gosh. not near a bathroom do not allow yourself Seriously. to drink you gotta cut it off but caroline thanks for sharing that was yeah, hilarious thank you um so i looked it up and it's called water intoxication Oof. and symptoms start appearing after you consume more than three to four liters of water in a few hours how does that two thirty two ounce bottles equals a liter? Okay, okay. So um, symptoms are head pain, cramping, nausea, or vomiting, drowsiness, fatigue. In more severe severe cases, it can include seizures or loss of consciousness. And if a person doesn't receive treatment, it can be fatal. Oof. Which it's saying basically like your kidneys can only present. And adult healthy kidneys can only flush out 20 to 28 liters of water each day, mm-hmm. but they can only get rid of about one liter each hour. So if you're drinking too much, it's like building up basically in your yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So y'all Definitely drink your water. be careful. But <laughs> there's a limit. There's a line. There is a line. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay. Shall I, you know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even say anything, but you said I know what you yes. mean. I know okay. these things. You know, in the spirit of 2020 sucks, I chose a story that's titled 2020, the year that just keeps on giving. Ooh, that's a great title. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. Love this. She put, or he, honestly, um, put anonymous please in the title. So I don't even have to question it. Great job. From now on, guys, put, if you want to be anonymous, just stick it in the title. It makes it a lot easier. I mean, it's, it's our own fault, but you know. (laughs) Okay. Hello, ladies. I love your podcast and keeping up with you both. I started getting into podcasts this year and yours has been one of my favorites to listen to. The advice always helps me with things in life. Love that. As we know, 2020 has been one of the hardest years ever. Between struggling to keep afloat with being able to work and pay my bills to finally getting into a good spot, having a plan to move into a cute dream home with my boyfriend, getting financially stable once again, being motivated and ready to go again, to be knocked right on my butt. Mm -hmm. I was recently in an accident and broke my ankle. I needed to have surgery in order to not have problems walking my entire life. But besides that, I'm having trouble not falling into a depressive state. I feel bad about myself due to just laying on the couch 24-7. I'm unable to do anything at the moment, leaving me super unmotivated, sad, and mental breakdowns have become a daily thing. I don't want to bother my friends or family. They have their own lives and own problems. My boyfriend tries his hardest to make me feel better, but he has to work so much in order to keep us going while I'm down. The isolation is getting to me. I feel alone and bad about myself when I look in the mirror. Watching my dreams be ripped from me and not being able to do anything really sucks. Any advice you give would be appreciated. Thank you for listening to me and reading my email. I hope you guys are doing great and have a happy holiday. Oh. Love anonymous. So relatable. You know, uh, this just, it kills me because that's what like life, like you really never know what's going to happen. Mm-mm. And I think that should be a great reminder for us to be thankful for things. But I think too, like it just is so hard to have plans in place for things that like you are not expecting whatsoever yeah I mean there's only so much you can prepare for and then when like life blindsides you like that you just gotta like yeah well and like that's why I think I we always talk about like 
um, like your core, like focusing so much on your foundation and like mm-hmm. motivation and mental and emotional health, because like she was saying, she like built up all these things, like all these things that she could be like happy about and proud of. And then mm-hmm. within a second, everything Done. changes. So I think that's why like, it's great to push, push, push on things, but it shows just the importance of making sure like your heart and your mind are like good Mm -hmm. because when things come, it doesn't matter what all has been there. Like sometimes like, like what you're going through anonymous, like things get stripped and then you're stuck just being like, what, what is happening? (laughs) Like what is going on? You know? Yeah. Um, it's so weird that you're mentioning this because I feel like that's kind of like what we were just talking about, like for our 2020, 2021, you know, likes and dislikes and things that have happened with us. Um, it's just when, when life hits you and you're down for a while, sometimes you just got to let yourself be in it for a second, but eventually you do have to pull yourself out. Um, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I can say that I think completely scratching what you had envisioned and had prepared for yourself is fine. And starting completely over is fine and doing more manageable things is fine. And it's not, like downgrading. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, go back, you know, moving backwards in your life. But if you can only handle so many things, then it's, it's appropriate and it's totally fine for you to adjust accordingly. So for example, I don't know what your schedule was, but I'm assuming you can't move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you're like in bed or on the yeah. couch or something like that. I would start doing a lot of scheduling for like mental stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I would start my morning. I would still try to wake up at a specific time. I would try to start my morning with coffee and a devotional or a book, something that gets you mentally in like a healthy state Yeah, and then allow yourself, you know, an allotted amount of time for that, obviously have breakfast and then go into something else that is also mentally stimulating. Um, maybe like a self-help book or, or you can be working on, there's so many other things that you could be working on that'll actually benefit you mm-hmm. and help you stay in a healthy place rather than, and I'm just going to say, there's nothing wrong with this, but over a period of time, sitting on the couch, watching TV all day, it's not going to, it's not going to help. And that's good. Maybe what you could do is give yourself a specific time when you're allowed to do that during the day. Like maybe, I don't know, like maybe after five is like movie time. And then you get to like sit and just like zone out, you know, or yeah. maybe since your husband's working all day, maybe you could do that at noon for like a, a portion of your day. And then when he gets back, then it's like TV's off and you get to be with him. Yeah. Um, but I think it's totally fine to completely rewrite your schedule while you're down. Yeah. And like, you know, I think sometimes even changing locations, like obviously like you can't get up right now. You can't really be doing all the things that your life consisted of. So, you know, like maybe it's like, I'm still going to set my alarm to wake up a certain time. I'm going to at least brush my hair today. I'm going to, you know, sit on the couch and look at emails or, um, or whatever it is. And honestly, like even sometimes like, I mean, you guys all should know I'm obsessed with Legos. It's, it's an obsession for Mm -hmm. sure. It's like my number one hobby, but I swear by it. Like just being able to like complete something and it's really mindless because you're just following directions and you're just building, but I'll put a movie on and just get lost in that. And that helps me so much. So even finding like small things, because if you aren't working right now and you're just staying home, like 
you're not going to find the satisfaction of completing tasks that come with like job oriented stuff, but you still can like accomplish something. So if you're like, I want to build a Lego set, I want to do a puzzle. I want to do this crossword puzzle. I want to, you know, um, whatever it is, like find something that you can do and set tiny goals to like check off, like reading a book. I'm reading 15 pages by Mm -hmm. five o'clock today. Like set specifics, like set your own structure, even though that structure may just be like doing stuff while you're sitting in bed or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but try to do things like that. And I'm going to just go off for a second. I really, it really gets to me when people say they don't want to bother their friends and family with stuff. Mm -hmm. Ask Ash how many times I yell at her when I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? Right. Mm -hmm. If someone in your life has earned or been blessed with the title of your friend Mm -hmm. or family member, it is not only their, their honor, but it's their responsibility to be there for you when you're going through stuff. So it doesn't matter if you think you're bothering them or not. They are in your life as a support. We, as humans, we crave relationship. We crave connection. We're not meant to do life alone. Mm -mm. And if you have people that are in your circle, if you're not going to lean on them at this time, like, then really like there's no point, you know? Yeah. And I know that people who love you would be so upset if they knew you were hurting and they were just a call away. Yeah. So you need to trust that first of all, you'll know right away. Like if you reach out and you're like, Hey, like I'm having a hard day and they're like, Oh, sorry, honey. I'll, I'll, I'll say a prayer for you. Then you're like, Oh, okay. Like she's not there or whatever to like, She's not getting my drift. Yes. But most people are going to be like, oh my God, let's Skype. Let's, um, do people still Skype, FaceTime, whatever, (laughs) um, you know, like, or let's go, I'll come sit outside and we can have coffee. Like whatever it is, you have to give those people the opportunity to help you. Mm -hmm. And same with your boyfriend, like even just talking about stuff is helpful. But if you're isolating yourself because you don't want to be a bother, that is so harmful for you. And the people that you love want to be there for you. If they love you, again, you got that title. Like that's an honor. Like the fact that Ash has entrusted me as her best friend, like that comes with responsibility. Like I should be checking in on her. I should be, you know, like- if I see something that reminds me of her, I get it. Or I like text her and check on her. Like mm-hmm. I'm invested in her life because I love her. So, and vice versa. So I think that the most important thing I hope you take from us talking and reading your thing is that you need to reach out and make sure that you're letting people help you during this time. Yeah. I don't want to compare our lives to yours because obviously the immobility part yeah, <laughs> plays oh my God, a huge that's factor a here. Other, uh-huh. But I mean, one of the, be- one of the best times me and Taryn had during quarantine was when we would have like a five o'clock happy hour with our friends over yeah. FaceTime, or we would, you know, all watch the same movie at night at the same time. Like there's so many things that have, um, happened in 2020 that have made staying connected so much easier like the like hulu Mm -hmm. watch a movie at the same time um and and i think what i would do is 
if I were you is I would just, I would fully lean into those. Like I would say, Hey guys, taco Tuesday, five o'clock, have your margs ready, have your tacos ready and let's eat together. Like as a family kind of, but over your phone and it's so much fun and it doesn't even have to be this big, Hey guys, I'm going through something. It can just be you initiating these things. I guarantee you they're going to want to do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if you give them enough time in advance to plan accordingly, I guarantee you they're going to be like, Taco Tuesday sounds amazing. Let's do it. Yeah. Or even just text someone and be like, hi, I'm bored. Send me a picture of what you see. Yeah. And like, just talk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just start technology it. is so dope. Like there's so many things that can happen. So I think you need to like lean into that. And as far as like, I mean, you mentioned something about looking in the mirror love. We are all, we're literally all going through it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, this is just a season. Like your body is going to get stronger. Your ankle is going to heal. And then it's like go time for you. Like mm-hmm. if you're like, okay, now I want to get back to where I was, you can. But I'm telling you, if you are not being careful to love and care for your heart and your mind during this season, nothing, no accomplishment, no getting back to what you were is going to help if there's not that underlining love and support from yourself. So I think right now you just need to focus on you, focus on your heart, focus on loving your body, no matter what it looks like and being thankful that you have it and that it's healing and doing the things it's supposed to be doing during this time of kind of like getting back to normal and the rest of it will come, but no more isolation. Nope. You need to text and call your family and friends. It's time. And you need to sit your boyfriend down and be like, hey, boo, I'm struggling. You yep. know what I mean? He like, needs to know. bring people into your circle. The second you speak something out, it loses its power. So, all of us need to like take a deep breath, reach out to someone, and make sure we're just really being honest with where we're at because it's where we're at. Like, it is. Bottom line, it's where we're at. It's where you we're know? At. I love you, Anonymous. Thank you so much for writing in. I really hope. This encouraged you, but you got this girl or boy and girl or boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into my story now. This one is titled Mommy Issues. Oh, and let's get into it. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Taryn will appreciate oh, yeah. her name being first, hopefully. Um, I, I always do. <laughs> my name is Kaylee or Kayle. I'm going to say Kaylee. And yes, I can use mine. Are you, uh, what, what? Wow. What? You good? Ash? No, not at all. <laughs> she said, yes, I could use her name. I wanted to hop on here and hopefully get some sisterly advice on this subject that has really been sitting on my heart for the past 12 years. I will be 19 in February, and I still haven't been able to cope with the fact that my parents got divorced. Currently, my issue has been trying to forgive my mom, who had cheated on my dad and left me and my little sister when we were really young, me being six at the time and my sister being two, which seems really young to have any clue of what's going on. But once my dad pulled me aside, sobbing, trying to explain to me what had happened, I knew, even at that young age, I would never forget that moment. The problem now is that she thinks... She can have an input and opinion on my life choices and decisions that I make when she was never around to begin with. 
So for some examples, she enlisted me in possibly joining the military before I graduated without even asking me. What? That I should be, she would say that I should be home for my sister more, telling me who I should date and who I shouldn't date, where I should live or work and so on. I am consistently pushing her away when deep down I know she means well, but part of me just thinks she has absolutely no say so. It's getting to the point where I find myself having small anxiety attacks just thinking of her pressuring me. Another problem is that she has been wanting to see me more, but doesn't want to pay for travel costs, which is completely unfair in my opinion when she lives eight hours away and my job does not pay that well, especially during COVID. My family thinks I need to slowly let her in more now that I'm getting older and because I have no mother figure, um, except for a cranky stepmother. (laughs) Um, She continues, but I'm totally fine with not having any kind of motherly figure around considering my whole life has pretty much been that, especially since my dad is always working. I've grown up on my own and all of a sudden I need to listen to my mother question mark. Also, I've tried to have a conversation with her about these things that have upset me. And all I get in return is quote, I'm sorry. And I truly love you. And I'm just trying to help you every single time. I believe they are just empty words because no action is taking place to show the feelings she apparently has. Please send all help you can with whether or not I should forgive her or let her back in. I shared my story today in case anyone out there is going through the same type of pain. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to read this. And I just want to say thank you guys for what you're doing and for what you continue to do and by inspiring others around you. Ashley, I've been watching you and Lita for years now. And Taryn, you need to post more vlogs. (laughs) Cold out. Um, Love you girls. Have a great rest of your day. That's heartbreaking. I am so sorry that you're going through that. First of all, let me get this out of the way. Love that you've been watching me and Alicia <laughs> and love that you just called Taryn out. Oh, yeah. Taryn's been busy this month. I'm going to give her, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak for Taryn for a second. She's been very busy, but yeah. you know, this next year we're going to be off the daily vlogs and she's going to come back. Yeah, guys. So you just wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it takes two. Does breath. not sound Swallows. so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I um, I just oof. Okay, can I? Do you? Yeah, want, yeah. Okay. Go for it. Um, I think this is such a hard scenario, and obviously, like me and Ash can only say, yeah, <laughs> what we like think we would be good in a in a situation like that but I think there's such a hard line when it comes to family yeah because we're supposed to like love each other no matter what like we're stuck with each other and all this stuff and and there is a there is a more like blurred line of what to like forgive and forget and just put up with when it Mm -hmm. comes to family members like anybody else in your life like a friend that was acting like that you'd be like bye you know what I mean see you later so I think that it just creates so much more confusion of like what do I just accept and put up with Mm -hmm. and what do I not yeah um but I will say I think that there there comes a point where you need to create hard, hard boundaries and um, you are an adult. Like, oh wait, how old? She's 19, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. You are an adult. Um, you are in control of what can happen or not. Um, 
So I think that you need to like sit and really see like what is creating damage and what is just inconvenient because if she's just annoying and like says stupid stuff, then you kind of have to either like say like, okay, this is just how she is. And I will just take what she says with a grain of salt and like brush it off and move on with my life. Mm -hmm. But if every time she's popping in and saying this stuff, it's, it's, toxic for you Mm -hmm. then I think that's where you need to like draw really hard lines which I think is happening because she's saying she's feeling anxiety every time she even thinks about it and and it sounds like your biological mom just throws in an apology or whatever so I think that there needs to be a clearer like hey I I'm at a place right now where I really need to worry about myself and my like health. Yeah. And I can't handle when you come in and try to tell me how to live my life or try to guilt me or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm drawing this line of like, I want a relationship with you, but if it has to do with a B or C, then I, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. So if you want to continue a relationship, here are my boundaries and my kind of like, walls that I've put up and if if we can come up with the thing that works great if not I need space you know and I don't I obviously don't know what kind of uh life your mother has put together for herself or if she has kids but she I know obviously from this that she missed out on raising you and your sister so she might not have those parenting skills yet and maybe she's panicking and realizing that she's missed a lot of your life and she's trying to you know, um, reconnect in that way, but there is nothing wrong with you saying that she needs to back off. And I personally, I'm going to just say it. If I was in your shoes, I would be panicking at the fact that I need to talk to my mother about this. Um, the best thing I'm great at is, uh, writing letters. So if, if you are feeling anxious or concerned about that conversation that I think you definitely need to have with your mom, um, maybe write it out, maybe write it out and, you know, make a copy and give it to your dad and give it to both of them and be like, Hey, like I, here's what I need. And here's what I need from you specifically. And here's what I don't need from you specifically, yeah. you know? And, um, like, don't try to sign me up for the military. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know parents could do I that. Do, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily legal. What is that? <laughs> um, so you might, I definitely. mean, I know nothing about that process, but that just seems sus <laughs> to me. Yeah, very. I think too, like there are certain times, I think certain things we do in our life, like we forfeit the right to be two things. So like the second she walked out on you guys, she kind of forfeited the right to be that motherly figure if she just abandoned the family. Yeah. Like cheating is something that happens frequently. And I think there's a lot of things that parents do that can be mistakes, but that don't, that represent them just being human and making mistakes, but it doesn't necessarily take away that they still are loving parents. Mm -hmm. But when someone walks out on their family Mm -hmm. and is like, I'm not going to be involved or like be there as a figure to care for you, then like she loses that right to then come and have an opinion on how you live your life. Yeah. Like, and, and that might sound harsh. And no, again, this is not like what I say is truth. I mean, is <laughs> my truth, but, but <laughs> I'm just saying like, there are certain things where I think you need to be able to say like, 
that you you cannot come in and tell me how to live my life because Mm-mm. you have not been involved in my life. Yeah, you know and what I, think, I mean. I think it is it is important to remember that she is your mom, and I will say that I think I think if she is wanting a relationship, I think you should give it a chance to grow. Um, but it's not it's not there yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So you need to tell her. Listen, like. If, if you, if you choose to have your mom in your life, then you need to tell her, listen, I want this relationship and I'm excited for it to be a healthy relationship one day. But right now it's not, you're just now starting and you have zero say in my life. If I ask for your opinion, then please give it to me. But if I don't, then I don't want it. Like that's complete. That's, I think a very mature and healthy way to tell your mom, Hey, listen, I want you in my life, but you don't get to do this. Like you don't get to play mom all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, I would write her a letter, tell her something like that. Maybe talk to your dad a little bit. Cause I'm sure he would love, you know, to help you out or, or just understand what you're feeling. Um, but I really think a letter will help. And I think her seeing it in writing might click yeah well because she probably has some like I wasn't there so I'm trying she's trying to like make up for that and and her trying to control you or tell you what to do is her trying to be a mom yeah so she could be overcompensating too sounds like so I think it's like maybe just saying like just a flat out like hey I'm 19 and I'm good Like I love my life I am confident in my decisions yeah I'm an adult so I can make my own you have not been in my life, I'm sorry, but I would love to get to know you so we can create a friendship, you know, a friendship and like see where that goes. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's probably, she doesn't really know how to navigate. So she's just doing what she thinks like, yeah. well, I'm her mom. I should tell her what to do. You know, yeah. it's like, so, no, no, <laughs> even like, even sometimes like with my parents, I'm like, you know, you don't have to tell me that anymore. Right. Like, yeah. We can just talk about stuff. Yeah. Because it's, I think as a parent, you have this like need to make sure you're like helping your child feel structured and whatever. I don't know, but I'm sure it's an innate like desire within them to help you live your best life. You know? I mean, even I'm like that with my little brothers. Like I, I'm like, well, let me tell you my opinion, you know, and sometimes I need to be like, you're an adult, live your own life, you know? So I think it could be like a mixture of her trying to make up for it. And then also just like not knowing how to navigate. So I think you need to figure out what exactly you want because you are in control of the situation and lay your boundaries, be honest and transparent with her Mm -hmm. and then see where it goes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I'm actually really excited for you to set those boundaries so that you can start living your life a little more freely. Um, I think your future is going to be fantastic, whether or not your mom is in it. Mm -hmm. And, um, if, you are able to maintain a friendship, um, with her, you know, sometime in the future, then I think that's going to be awesome. But if not, you, you clearly have a handle on your own life and you're going to be just fine. But thank you so much for sharing. I know so many people, especially this year, if they're not having babies, they're breaking up. So (laughs) I I know you're speaking to a lot of souls right now. Yeah. Honestly, hopefully that means like when COVID's done, there'll be all these single guys out there. <laughs> Here we go, Taryn. 2021 is our year. I'm going to be on the prowl. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, do you have a dad joke for us? I do, of course. Why do cows wear bells? Cow. So they can give you more cowbell? Oh, dear God, Ash. I was thinking of SNL. Okay. 
I don't know. Or cowbell. I got it. Because their horns don't work. But Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. If you made it to the (sighs) end of this episode, you're the best. And we absolutely adore you. Um, We are so excited to go into this new year with you. Um, Thank you for liking the show, for sharing it, for rating it, reviewing it, doing all the things. Um, Be sure to follow us on our socials. And we will talk to you guys in the new year. Bye. Oh, my God. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.